show. This is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by this guy right here. Mike is in the building. He's an audio engineer of some sorts. We also have our very best friend in the whole wide world, a little bit better than Mike. He is Dell, standing in the corner on standby, if you will. Dell, go ahead and let the people at home know you are a real person. I am definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much, sir. Dell, uh, you can also let Mike say something. Mike, you want to say something? No. Okay, cool. We can get this show started. You guys might know me from this podcast mostly, Chris to Chris. This is a podcast you can listen to on the internet. If you haven't told your friends about it, now would be an excellent time. We are trying to get 8 billion people listening to this show. We are available anywhere podcasts are sold for free. If you don't have a podcasting app, now is the greatest time you could possibly get one because they are just as free now as they were a year ago. Go to your magical smartphone. If you don't have a smartphone, you know, rest in peace to... What am I saying, rest in peace? If you don't have a smartphone, good for you. Use use the old school internet on your library computer. I don't know. I don't know if they'll let you download this onto your library computer, but it's better than those, those uh, homeless guys watching porn on it. What the hell are we talking about? I'm trying to get you to subscribe to this show. <laughs> Hi. I'm Chris. You might know me from YouTube, Chris vs. the World Comedy Channel, Laser Lemon Gaming Channel. And I want you to <laughs> tell your friends about this podcast, Chris to Chris. Find us. Let your friends know. We want to get 8 billion people listening to this show, and that requires some cooperation amongst the, the globe, the global community. There is a link at the very top of uploaded.com, which, by the way, is spelled U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D dot com. You go there at the very top of the website. You click on those words. They say, Chris to Chris is now available on podcast apps and uploaded.com. Click on that. It'll take you to Apple's podcasting website for this podcast. Chris to Chris. Go there. Give us a five-star review. That will help us climb the ranks of podcasts. We will beat Joe Rogan. We will beat Joseph Rogan. We will beat Mark Marin. We will beat Serial. We will beat all of the favorite podcasts out there until nobody cannot talk about Chris to Chris for some reason. Jeez Louise. Okay. Okay. Point is, I want you to listen to this show. And I think we're going to have a good episode this week. This, by the way, is our 70th episode. Mike, can we get some kind of 70th episode music? Can you completely uh, give us an original song for this 70th episode occasion? <sighs> no, I don't think so. Mike, you are a wonderful asset to this show. By the way, I did say that this would be a good episode. I think it will be. We're about three minutes and change into this thing, and you might be starting to second-guess that, but damn it, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're going to be talking about the big game on Sunday. We're also going to be talking about high school drama, cults, the worst films of 2020, some sad stuff, and a lot more. It's going to be fun. So the Super Bowl is on Sunday, and I'm not sure if I'm legally allowed to call it the Super Bowl or if I need to call it the the big game, as uh, so many commercials do. I don't want the NFL suing me. I think I talked about this last year, but the NFL used to be... Uh, up until a few years ago, the NFL was considered a non-profit, a multi-billion non-profit conglomeration that would fine people tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars for infractions, this non-profit. And, you know, they could still uh, sue the hell out of you for saying Super Bowl in a commercial because they own that name. They own Super Bowl. Anyway, I, I got a coworker. She's about my mom's age. 
she said that she wanted to uh, do a bet with me for, for five bucks on this uh, big game. She said, it doesn't matter which team I choose to win, she will pick the other team. She said that she already made another bet with one of my coworkers for five bucks, and she wants to make a bet with me. And so I said to her, well, if I pick the opposite team of my coworker here, your best bet here is breaking even because you're going to win one and you're going to lose one. That's it. Your best bet, your highest hopes here is to break even and not win any money. And she's like, huh, yeah, I guess so. And she's completely fine with that because she just wants to experience the joy of gambling. So good for her. Good for her. Uh, my, my team isn't playing this year. So I think I'm going for the Chiefs. And I, I was at a, a little bit of a, an impasse here, a bit of a dilemma, because I have uh, uh, relatives on both sides of the family here that are no longer with us uh, that were fans of the 49ers and fans of the Chiefs. And I had to do some thinking about it. Part of me wants to, to pick the Niners because it's a California team, but I've decided to go for the Chiefs instead. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Now, I'm not sure if I'm going to make this $5 bet with my coworker because that is a very important decision to make. I'm going to have to think about it some. But in the meantime, it's just the tip of the week. Back in the early 2000s, I went to high school. I went to high school so much that I ended up going to two high schools. That's dos if you are going to uh, Spanish-speaking high schools. This happened uh, after my, my parents got divorced. They said, hey, look, guess what? Not only do you have a new uh, broken up family, you also have a new high school. So I, I moved to this uh, new school in my junior year. So I was the, the new guy in a school with over well over 3,000 students, right? I went from having lots of friends at my old school to knowing absolutely nobody. And this is a situation where, okay, like it said, it's a big school. It's a big school, right? And in a big school, any school really, but in a big school, it's harder because freshman year, nobody knows each other except, you know, all the kids that transferred from the same junior high. And at the same time, it's still that beginning first year where you're getting to meet new cliques and groups of people and uh, exploring different likes and dislikes and whatnot, whatnot, you know, lots of whatnots and et cetera is going on here. So I jumped in to this giant school in my junior year. Everybody already got to know each other in their freshman year and somewhat in their sophomore year, right? So at that point, everybody was already in their own groups and cliques and they weren't trying to talk to Chris. But don't worry, don't worry. Old Chris would eventually uh, make some very close friends that he would never want to talk to again. But that's not the point of the story. When you find yourself in that situation where you're, you're pretty much a loner in the beginning, you start to observe people a lot more. You start uh, just listening and paying attention. And I remember watching the evolution of this, this rocker couple. They were in the, the same grade as me, I think. They were both juniors uh, in the beginning of the story. And it was, it was a guy and a girl. And the guy here, he was, he was a big dude, a big, hefty dude. He was, he was uh, well over six feet tall, and he was uh, a wider guy, too. Wore a leather jacket every single day I ever saw him. His girlfriend also had the rocker sheet going on, too. And she was not as big as him. She was a much, she was uh, shorter than I was and uh, 
much uh, skinnier girl, right? But she had the whole rocker thing going on. She also wore uh, rocker-type clothing and uh, piercings and whatnot, right? Right? You get the idea. You get the idea. She was totally into her boyfriend. Now, you know that, that couple in high school, when you look at them and you just know that they're banging each other, that was this couple. Every time I'd see them, I'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 they're banging. They're banging. You know, there was, it was PDA on display all the time. And you could just tell the way she was looking at him. Like, I bang you. That was what was going on. Anyway, in the midst of their banging, there was this Christian club that would meet up in front of the school every morning. You know, they'd get in a circle and they'd sing and they'd pray, mostly, from, from what I could tell. And the leader of their crew was this Indian guy. I think his name was Santosh. And I didn't really know Santosh. He seemed like a nice enough dude to me. But one day, I'm walking on my merry way, and I see Miss Rocker Chick talking to Santosh. Huh. Interesting. I wonder what's going on there. Is she, uh, is she getting more into uh, this, uh, this uh, Christianity club? She wanna, does she want to learn more? Santosh seems really about it. You know, he's the leader. Not too long after that, I see that she's part of the prayer circle. You know, she's holding hands and praying. Whoa, whoa, we've, we've come a long way, baby. By senior year, she's walking around holding Santosh's hand. She broke up with her boyfriend for the leader of this Christian club. <laughs> wow, wow. Are you, are, you guys, are you guys watching the same movie I am? At least that's what I assume what happened, right? Because I just witnessed all of this happen over a two-year period, and these people were all practically strangers to me, and I never heard any of the actual words or drama involved. It was like watching a telenovela on mute. Uh, a high school telenovela on mute. And you don't get to see the banging. Uh, do, do, do high school shows uh, show banging? I never got into Degrassi or anything like that, and uh, I know times have changed where it's probably not as cool to show high school sex anymore. I don't know, or maybe it's cooler to show it now. What with the, with with, uh, with Netflix and and uh, Hulu to a lesser extent. Are you guys following me here? I think I had a point to this. It was like, how about this? I, I, I think it was like I was watching a wordless Pixar short before the actual movie began, you know, where the story is completely told through the actions. So I just got the vibe. I got the vibe. I got the vibe that this couple was banging before, and I, I got the vibe that there was some serious drama, and this girl had a huge miraculous coming to Christ, and she uh, fell for the pastor, the, the child pastor, essentially. Anyway, the tip of the week is don't underestimate religion. You know, this girl went from banging the drummer to prayer circles every morning, and she looked sincere during every moment of it. I didn't doubt her one bit. That reminds me, I still need to decide if I'm going to become a Scientologist or not. We're going to have to come back to that. But in the meantime, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. <music> Folks, it's time for our monthly update on the Uncharted movie. When we last met, Sony had lost their 100th director for this movie, Mr. Travis Knight. According to Slash Gear, Sony was tripping all over themselves to get this Uncharted movie made before the new Spider-Man started to film. You know, Spider-Man starring Tom Holland, who is also supposed to be the star of this Uncharted movie for some reason. But it turns out 
that pressuring a director to rush through a movie's production so that you can crank it out before the end of the year is not a good idea, at least if you want a good director on board. So he quit, and the movie has officially been delayed again. And by again, I mean the uh, 100th time. This movie is constantly delayed. It will never come out. But don't worry. Don't worry. The, the, the new release date is just as unrealistic as December 2020 was. The movie has now been delayed to March 5th, 2021. Whoa! They gave themselves a whole nother five months to crank out a turd. Jeez. A year and a half from now. We don't have a director. We haven't started filming, but a year and a half from now, we're going to have all the visual effects done. We're going to uh, have a great director. We're going to have a great, happy cast, happy to, to crank this shit out the door. We called it. We called it on this show multiple times. I knew that this thing was not going to be out this year, and I know I said it on the show. But I can point out other obvious things, too. I don't think it's that impressive that I said Uncharted is not going to make its 2020 release date. You know, I'm not that much of a, a, a Socrates. Did Socrates predict the future? Plato? Uh, one of those. Both of those. Which one was real? Which one was uh, made up? I know they did a... They're both real, aren't they? They're both real. I sound like an asshole. Okay, I knew that. I knew they were both real. And if they're not real, I knew that too. I sound like a total asshole. I want to I wanna look it up. I want to pause the show and say, look, yeah, I knew Socrates was the real guy. Hey, I knew Plato was the real guy too. Oh yeah, I knew one of them was a figment of the other's imagination. I know that they... Wasn't there a, a book written by one of them, where there was uh, like an imaginary debate between the two. They were uh, going over philosophical uh, uh, quandaries. I don't think this has anything to do with the Uncharted movie. Just know that I know, and I always have known, which one or, or both of them was real or not real. I sound like an asshole. I sound like an asshole. If this movie does actually come out next March, I don't think it's a leap to say that it's going to suck, right? You know, nothing inspires confidence like a studio saying, we need to get this fucking thing over with quick. We need to get it out. We need to get it out. We've been sitting on this thing for the last six years. We need to get it out. But I'm not excited for this movie at all. I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I used to be interested, hopeful for this movie. But everything they've done, every step of the way, Sony has inspired the least amount of confidence. I like the Uncharted games. I played them and beat them all. Some of them multiple times. But this movie just sounds like a fucking disaster. You know, ever since Sony said, we're going to make this movie about the adventures of Nathan Drake, but instead, he's going to be a child. What? What? There are portions, starting in Uncharted 3, I think, in Uncharted 3 and Uncharted 4, there are small portions of the game where you play as young Drake for a little bit of time. And Sony said, you know what? We want to make that the whole movie. You know this whole series where you're playing as this adult in this modern Indiana Jones template? Nah, that's not what you want to see. You want to see Tom Holland. You want to see Tom Holland playing young Nathan Drake because we want to keep this little kid happy so that he will make Spider-Man movies for us forever. And I'm calling him like a little kid or whatever. Like, you know, like I have a beef with Tom Holland. You know, Tom Holland, you seem like a nice guy. I don't have any problem with you at all. But I just don't think you should be Nathan Drake for, for, for 10 years, at least. Right? I don't know how old you are, but I want to say at least 10 years. 
10 years, buddy. And you know what? Sony will make that happen. They'll delay this thing another 10 years, and we'll, we'll finally be okay with you being Mr. Nathan Drake. You know, they should, they should call this movie uh, Baby Einstein Presents Uncharted. I think I would be happier with that because at least you're being uh, more forthright with your intentions here. I can't believe that this is the direction they're taking the movie. I, I, that's it. I, 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 have, I have a beef, I think. I have a beef. This is like a Disney smoking thing for me, but uh, a little bit less annoying. I don't know if you could tell that with my, with my uh, long diatribe and soapboxiness, but yeah, I guess I have a little bit of beef. But to be fair, I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't accuse this movie of having any direction at all because they don't have a director. They don't have a director. And they, they keep changing the story left and right. Mark Wahlberg was at one point in talks to play Nathan Drake. Now he's in talks. This isn't a joke. Now he's in talks to play Nathan Drake's old buddy. He's playing the old man now. So I think we'll get to a point where Tom Holland is eventually playing uh, Drake or the old man. Whew. Maybe I'm biased, you know? Maybe I'm biased. Maybe maybe this stupid-ass idea will, will make for a really good movie in 16 months from now. You know, they just started filming the new Batman movie this week. It's called The Batman. And that movie is coming out almost two months after Sony said the Uncharted movie is coming out. That movie has had lots of pre-production and work and talent going behind it. And that's not to say there's not people working behind the scenes on this Uncharted movie, but I gotta say, I, I trust this Batman movie a lot more than this Uncharted movie. If I had to bet on which one of these was gonna suck, I'd say it's gonna be the Uncharted movie if it comes out next March. I don't know. I don't know. Should be good. Should be good. Let's move on. Let's move on. Hey, Mike, you wanna throw down some real money for this year's Super Bowl? I will bet you $100 that somebody's nipple will show up on the TV. Done. You got yourself a bet. Wow, uh, you accepted that pretty fast, buddy. Uh, maybe that was a dumb bet. However, we did not clarify male versus female nipples, so you might owe me $100. You guys remember the year after uh, Janet Jackson's Nipplegate? They played it like super safe. They played it super safe. I think it was on Fox. And they got to halftime and they said, And now, please put your hands together for Paul McCartney playing piano with a chorus of fully clothed nuns. Something like that. Funny thing about that show is that they put a bunch of young people in the crowd to, to cheer for him. You know how they have like a little crowd in the field by the stage? As if Paul McCartney was really big with 16-year-olds in 2005. And that's not to diminish Paul McCartney's importance to the world of pop culture, but if we're being honest, 16-year-olds in 2005 were not uh, jamming to the Beatles or Paul McCartney's solo stuff, let alone Paul McCartney's new solo stuff. So uh, this year, it's uh, J-Lo and Shakira Shakira performing. Del, Del, did you know that they don't get paid to do the halftime show? The the artists do it for free, for quote-unquote free. The only thing you get out of performing for free is just a big, massive, free commercial for your new album that's coming out. 
That's what Beyonce does, at least. If Beyonce, if you hear that Beyonce is going to be doing the halftime show, you can bet that by Monday or Tuesday, Beyonce also has a new album dropping. That's the thing these days. Uh, surprise drops. They just uh, Eminem did a surprise album drop a few weeks back. That's just kind of how it goes now with the with the big artists. Hey, I have an album. It came out last week. I didn't tell anybody about it. That sort of thing. I don't know. Let's move on to the news. So let's see what happened this week. Uh, impeachment nonsense. Uh, oh, it looks like we had another Grammy Awards show on Sunday. Mike? Del? You guys watch that shit? Yeah, me neither. What else happened? Oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. Fuck, right? Shit. Him and eight other people. And I don't think I can make that funny right now. I saw a lot of assholes fill my feed with a bunch of shitty jokes about a dead guy. And you know what? When we get 8 billion listeners, I have a feeling that some of you clowns might try to pull that shit on me. You know? Some of you 8 billion people, potential 8 billion people, I know there's not quite 8 billion people on planet Earth yet, but some of you guys seem like real jerks. <laughs> but none of, none of my uh, current listeners, you guys are all great. But I can't say the same for our future listeners. But I'm not going to try to police how people act. But some of you fools really have no class, like, at all. He was, he was only 41, which is terrible. But his daughter was only 13. And there were, like, three kids on this helicopter. It wasn't just his daughter, which is, it's bad enough on its own, its own right? That's two people. But it was, it was his daughter, somebody else's daughter, somebody else's daughter. There was a husband, his wife, their daughter. It was, like, uh, most of their family, their immediate family, right? A mother of three, teachers, coaches, the pilot. So while you asshats are running around celebrating that this guy that you didn't like died, just remember that eight other people that you also didn't know at all died right along with him. When did we lose all empathy as a species? Well, a bunch of fucking sociopaths. Fuck. So rest in peace, Kobe, Gianna, John, Carrie, Alyssa, Christina, Sarah, Peyton, Kurt. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I know that's that's like platitudes at this point, but what can you do? What can you do? Anyway, there's your news for this week. Sorry it wasn't funny, but let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to something a little bit more light, like uh, the Super Bowl. This week is a very sports-heavy episode, isn't it? Mike, did you see Pete Buttigieg say that Kobe was great on and off the field? I'm not sure that he's ever seen a basketball game in his life. Wow, we're still talking about Kobe. We don't have cable at my home. <laughs> We've been watching the Super Bowl with uh, rabbit ears for the last three years now. And a few days ago, I decided to check to make sure that we can get the game with a clear picture. You know, a clear, crisp HD picture, surround sound and all. Isn't that a weird thing? We don't have cable. We have surround sound. We have every streaming service imaginable. But uh, no cable. I've been avoiding buying a better antenna because that stuff is way too expensive for what it actually is unless you get it on wish.com and wish has all kinds of antennas dirt cheap they're not paying me to say that it's just true except i don't believe that their product descriptions are accurate half the time and it'll take like a month for the antenna to actually get to me if i ordered it from them so i don't have time to order from wish to get a hopefully good better picture for the super bowl anyway i think I i'm gonna actually go ahead and make that bet with my coworker. 
you know, sometimes you just gotta live a little bit. I could make five bucks. And if I lose the five bucks, don't worry, I'll make it up with another bet with that coworker. Guys, uh, Dell, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you, Dell. First question comes from Ken. Hey, Ken. Ken says, why hasn't Chris to Chris won a podcast Emmy? Ken, first, I want to thank you for that question. It's uh, important that somebody recognizes that uh, true travesty. But to answer your question, it's all politics. If your name is not Joe Rogan or Mark Marin, you better have slept with some kind of Harvey Weinstein equivalent in the podcasting world, right? Something like that. Our time will come. Maybe maybe next week. Will, will they have a podcast Emmy show next week? I don't know. Maybe we can start one. I don't, I don't know if there is a podcast Emmy show, but that might actually get us some kind of notoriety. You know what? We'll call it the uh, Casties or the Potties. I don't know. The Potties. That's not, a, that's not a very good name, is it? Ken also asks, what 2020 film are you looking forward to regretting watching? That is a great question. I am morbidly curious at the idea of falling asleep while I watch the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, preferably at home. I don't like uh, driving to uh, fall asleep somewhere else. I'd like to fall asleep in my own home if I can. I also think that the, the Mulan remake is just the disappointment I've been waiting for. I think it's official now. The Mulan remake is not going to have any songs or Mushu the Dragon. So it's just going to be an ancient Chinese war story for children. Rated PG. I don't know who this movie is for. I don't know who this movie is for. If you're going to make a Chinese war story, you're going to have to R it up a little bit. PG Chinese ancient historical war story for children? No songs? No Mushu? Who are you making this for? I think that will be a disappointment. But we'll see. Disney could totally surprise me, you know? The Lion King disappointed me. It was just a shot-for-shot remake, practically. And uh, I liked the original better. They're remaking Bambi. I think that's coming out next year at the earliest. Uh, but after watching The Lion King, those characters just don't have the same animated life to them, the facial expressions, and now I'm just picturing a real deer, a real deer without the same facial expressions. Just doesn't, Bambi is known for his big eyes. He's not going to have that. He's just going to have little beady deer eyes. Thanks for the question, Ken. Devin asks, are you involved in any cults? Great question. I think that being a cult leader probably allows you to get pretty rich, which is nice, right? But I'm not really into the whole live in the woods with a bunch of naive adults and their kids kind of thing, though, right? I don't know. I don't know. I know you'd end up fathering a bunch of those kids, and the whole thing eventually falls apart unless you flee to another country. So I'm currently, as I mentioned earlier, currently looking into Scientology, but I honestly just don't think I could afford to get into that right now. It's, it's pretty expensive, and it's also fucking batshit. Speaking of Scientology, we'll probably get at least one Scientology commercial during the Super Bowl big game this year, as they do pretty much every year. So look out for that. And uh, please let us know if you converted to Scientology because you saw a commercial during the Super Bowl. Thanks for the question, Devin. Kolos Dolos asks two questions. First, he says, did you know every year thousands of people disappear while out at sea fishing? And then he asks, would Mike be interested in going fishing with me next week? Mike, that sounds right up your alley, buddy. Kolos, 
Mike would be happy to go fishing with you next week. Don't give me that, Mike. Mike's going to be all over that, Colos. Actually, uh, I went fishing one whole time in my life. It was not a traditional fishing experience. We were at some kind of like, it was like called like a apple fair or something like that. It was out in the mountains. And there was a pool, like a swimming pool, a cement pond, if you will, full of fish, living fish. And you could pay to fish one of them out. I was a, I was a little kid. I don't know. I was like maybe nine, nine years old, eight, nine, ten, something like that. And it was like a bamboo rod. It was like a bamboo fishing rod. By bamboo fishing rod, I mean it was a long piece of bamboo with a fishing line attached to it and a hook. And I was so excited. This is the only time I'd ever been fishing. And it turns out it would be the only time I would ever go fishing. Maybe we'll go fishing in the future. Maybe I'll do that with my, with my son. I'll try to teach him how to fish. And maybe he could teach me a thing or two, too. Because the story continues. I'm so excited, right? I, I'm ready to fish. And uh, I, I've got my, my bamboo fishing line, my fishing rod. I yank it back as you do. And then I swing it forward. But the fishing line does not go in the pool. I know this because I felt pain in my thumb. The fishing line stuck in my thumb, the hook. I looked at my, my thumb. There was a copper hook, an old copper hook that had been in the mouths of many a fish. Stuck in my thumb. And, you know, I still wanted to fish. I was in pain. There wasn't a Band-Aid to be found. So I, I pulled the hook out of my thumb, and I tried again. I caught a fish, but it was bittersweet because the entire time I was in pain. And, you know, I don't like eating fish. I'm not a fish fan. So we, we threw the fish back in the, in the pond. I, I kind of ruined the fish's day, I'm assuming. You know, he got a hole in his cheek. I got a hole in my thumb. It was, it was a wash. It was a wash. But uh, I think Mike and Colas will have a great time fishing. Ken asks, will you get the coronavirus with lemon or lime? That is a relevant question, Ken. A coworker showed me a picture on Facebook. There's this company in China, close to where the, the virus outbreak started. The company's called RLSW. Their logo looks exactly like the logo from the uh, company in the Resident Evil games, the Umbrella Corporation, with swapped out colors. So instead of red, it's like this turquoise color. So it's turquoise and white, but it's, it looks like an umbrella. But it looks exactly like the Umbrella Corp's uh, logo, right? And if you don't know, Resident Evil is about a zombie outbreak started by a virus created by Umbrella Corporation. And that outbreak takes place in Raccoon City. And Raccoon is an anagram for Corona. So people are speculating that RSLW is secretly Umbrella Corporation trying to take over the world. And I just realized... I don't know if it's RSLW or RLSW, but it's one of those. And uh, people think that there's a conspiracy here. Or, you know, people are just doing it for shits and giggles. Anyway, to answer your question, I think a raccoon would prefer a lime, and so would I. Devin asks, have you contracted the Norco virus yet? Devin, I have successfully avoided both the coronavirus and the Norco virus thus far, but I'm still keeping my eye out on the El Cerrito virus and the Temecula virus. And if you guys are interested in any more jokes based on cities in the Inland Empire of Southern California, please let me know. Ken asks, 
people are really into 1980s nostalgia. When do you think 1780s nostalgia will be all the rage? Well, you just skipped a whole 200 years in between that 1980s. But it's a good question. I think we're usually nostalgic for a time that we actually lived through, and I don't think there's any human beings that we know of that have been alive since the 1780s. And if they are, I don't think they'd remember it, right? But that's probably why we haven't seen a Goldberg spinoff set in the 1780s. It was 1780-something. No. But isn't there a tortoise that lived through the Civil War? I think I think there is. Mike, look that up. Look that up. I, I, I bet he'd enjoy a show set around then. Uh, the the Civil War. He probably wouldn't care for the for the 1780s show because that was totally his dad's generation. <laughs> Devin asks, "What's your opinion on Nutrigrain bars?" Devin, I avoided Nutrigrain bars for years. I've never liked jelly-filled things. I don't like jelly-filled donuts. I don't like jelly-filled croissants. Nothing like that. I only like jelly fish, the living ones. I don't want to eat the the little tentacle things because you know. They're, they're poisonous, and they just don't look like something I would want to eat. I do like watching them glow and float in the ocean, though. So I, I tried not to eat Nutri-Grain bars for years. Hey, you want a Nutri-Grain bar? No, thanks. No, thanks. I'm good. But a few years back, my wife convinced me to try one, and I actually liked it. And then I looked on the back, and I found out why I liked it. You know, it's got a bunch of sugar and, and salt, but at least it's not Sour Patch Kids cereal which is a real thing, and uh, that's why I'm proud to be an American. So I can see that on the shelf, and I'm even prouder when I don't purchase it. Thanks for the question, Devin. Ken asks, which Disney princess do you think knows how to change a tire? Well, I haven't seen Brave, but I think that the, the ginger chick from Brave could probably change a tire if you explained to her what an automobile was, right? Moana could probably pull it off too. She looks pretty sturdy. I think it would be much more entertaining though if you could watch Ariel, the, the Little Mermaid, try to change the tire because I don't think she'd even know what kind of gadgets and gizmos she'd be dealing with here, period. You know, everything she's used to dealing with is rusted and wet and she'd probably be flopping around all over the parking lot because there's no water, Maybe you should have to change the tire underwater, and then you're creating special rules for her. It's just not fair. Devin asks, how will you ever answer 8 billion questions per episode? Devin, this is a very good question because I honestly do not know how we're going to handle it. Maybe we'll have some sort of rationing system or, or a question lottery where we randomly pick a question to answer. Maybe I will get really full of myself and start charging people to ask me questions like a, a super chat on YouTube, something like that. I think we'll look into that. Mike, I need you to figure out a good way to extort our listeners more, please. Ken asks, how many times have I asked this question? You are psyching me out here, Ken, because I've convinced myself that you have actually already asked this question at least once before. And I don't know for sure that you have, but we both know I'm not about to go through 69 episodes to find out. I'm going to roll the dice, and I'm going to say that this is the second time you've asked this question. And if I'm wrong, you're probably lying. Or I need more sleep. Thanks for the questions, guys. As always, you can ask us questions on our social media. We're at Uploaded on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram Cracker, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. -E Follow us, like us, do one of those things. We would love to interact with you. We'd love to answer your questions on this show, too. Anyway... Let's wrap the show up with some poll results. Last week, we asked on one of our social media pages. I think it was Twitter this week. 
We said, a stranger tries to pick you up from school. What do you do? A third of you said, you're going to call McGruff the crime dog. And two-thirds of you said, nah, nah. I'm going to say hi to my new dad. That's my new dad now. What can you do about it? Nothing. This week's poll asks, who won the Super Bowl? I don't know where this poll is going to be. It might end up on our Facebook. It might end up on our Twitter. But you should like and follow us on both so you can find out where. Guys, this has been a wonderful episode. I assume so if you disagree. Please uh, let Mike know. So uh, go ahead and watch the Super Bowl. If you don't watch the Super Bowl, please watch a puppy bowl or just watch a empty bowl. Do something with a bowl this weekend. I'd appreciate that very much. But the most important thing to remember is that this has been episode 70 of Chris to Chris. And at the very least, you should enjoy your weekend or else.